Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. Once again, my name is Jason Garish, and thank you for tuning in. Um, let's get right into things. Got a lot to cover. So, uh, start off with, uh, kind of start of the week, whatnot, um, Dynamite. Um, the big news is Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor. Now, I've been talking about this for a while. And, uh, ever since I started the podcast, the main thing I've been saying is, uh, it's the one thing that AEW lacks is history. So, uh, this gives them some lineage, lineage. It gives them some history and it gives them a tape library so that they can offer a streaming service. So, uh, this is a good thing. This is a very good thing. The only thing I don't like about it is the fact that from reports he could he probably paid anywhere from 20 to 25 million dollars which is absurd which is way too much but so i don't know how good of a business deal it was for him but uh, for us as fans i think this is going to be a great great deal you know and of course the show started off with Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels which was i believe the first Ring of Honor uh, main event, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <clears throat> um, Daniels looked good, except for that that eye that's uh, been an issue for a while now. Apparently, I guess the situation he, had, he gets like blood hemorrhages in his eye, so it's really a <clears throat> excuse me, really um, really kind of grotesque. But other than that, he looked great in the ring, you know, and it was great to see him in a. Uh, him and Daniels go at it. Um, by the way, Danielson, I mean, not Danielson, Christopher Daniels is, uh, 51 years, 51 years old. So, uh, so wow. He looked good for a 51 year old. And, uh, it was a real nice way to start off the, uh, start off the night because with the handshake and everything. Obviously, it <clears throat> went downhill in a hurry, but, uh, you know, Moxley was there to make the save, quote unquote. And, uh, Kind of led into uh, what was going to happen at Revolution, so it was, a, it was a go-home thing. It was set the the pay-per-view up, which is what it was supposed to do. It was it was, it was a good intro to the show. Um, next we had the tag team battle royale. You know, some good good team moves on display. Um, it was a fun match. Really hard to keep track of everyone who was left, but. Uh, <clears throat> If I'm not mistaken, the did the we had the young bucks advance, unfortunately, in that. Um then we had uh let's see, what was next on that? Um do 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 we had the uh MJF and CM Punk promo. Um add some new depth to uh the whole pro- the whole uh feud, which was nice. Um you know, I kind of guessed they would go this way because um I didn't think that that MJF promo was going to set him up as a babyface. I didn't think they were going to do that double turn or whatnot. Um, so I'm glad they did what they did. And uh, MJF, uh, you know, sealed the deal as far as him being a heel. Wow, did he. <clears throat> what a great promo from both both guys. And uh, great setup for the pay-per-view. Uh, a lot of people wondering how things were going to go, especially since uh, last week's um, a promo that MJF did with the uh, the real heartfelt um 
over dramatic um, promo they delivered, which was really good. Um, but a lot of people are now thinking that, oh, how do they turn him babyface now? Uh, trust me, they they can. Um, this guy's good enough to do it. They've got enough ammunition to do it. It's not going to be an issue. Um, in the future, he will eventually turn babyface. But right now, he is bar none. It's not even close. He is the best heel in wrestling right now. And the guy, years beyond his age as far as wrestling skill and, and intelligence, just great. You know, and obviously had the um, the, stave, the save by uh, Sting, Darby Allin, and uh, Sammy Guevara, which sets up uh, their match for the pay-per-view. Um, but boy did, uh, boy did Punk, uh, Punk bleed in that. Wow. And that's, uh, I, like I said, I kind of have a feeling they were going to go this way. I didn't think there'd be any type of double turn where Punk went heel and whatnot. It would, it would undermine Wardlow's, uh, eventual turn to, uh, to a baby face. So I, I kind of knew they weren't going to go that route. Um, it would have been interesting, but I'm, I'm glad they didn't. You know, and we had, uh, Mercedes uh, Martinez and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Um, not the greatest tag team match. It was kind of funny, um, which sucks because I like everyone involved in it. There was a funny moment where Thunder Rosa went to the wrong corner and quickly realized that um, there were a couple of kind of off things in the match there. So I'm, I don't know what's going on with that. But, uh, you know, Thunder Rosa pins Britt, which uh, was kind of predictable because I... I think they wanted to do that just to make her look stronger and put some doubt in the minds of people that maybe Britt Baker would be dropping the belt. Um, so I, I think that was kind of the setup for the, the pay-per-view, get people excited to that. And then we got uh, Wardlow getting another match. And, man, is, he's getting a lot closer to turning it, uh, turning babyface at that point. Um, and at this point, I really had a... A feeling it was going to happen at Revolution, um, you know, and they're um, they're uh, they're kind of taking a page out of uh, WWE's book in the way that they've been booking tag matches to set up the pay per view. Um, I guess it works, and it's worked for years with WWE. So <clears throat> why try to reinvent the wheel if it if it still works? Works fine. Um, you know, it was all in all, it was a good show, but it it was a little bit, little bit of a letdown from last week, because uh, last week's show felt more like a uh, go home show than this one did. But but still, it, it did its job. It set up the pay per view and uh, and it uh, did what it had to do. You know, um, a lot of other things in the news, man. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving, uh, Sunny. You know, Tammy Sitch was arrested once again. So, um, enough said on that one. Wow. Um, I know there were some rumors floating around of uh, Cody Rhodes leading an ROH invasion. Um, nothing happened at the pay-per-view, obviously, but uh, that's something that uh, that still could happen because I hear that the uh, talks between him and WWE was, have stalled, and I didn't think they were going to be successful anyway, but that's... Um, I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's thinking. I I don't know where WWE would use him, but uh, 
But we'll see. We'll see. The door's open. I'm sure they would love to have him back at AEW, and that might be an interesting thing. If he does a faux ROH invasion takeover slash thing, a lot of people are thinking that the Ring of Honor could be used as uh, their developmental territory in AEW, kind of get rid of uh, get rid of Dark. I wouldn't get rid of Rampage, but uh, getting rid of the Dark shows or maybe uh, even adding another show on uh like TNT or TBS would be uh would be a cool deal. Um I don't know if uh Turner would be willing to do that, but but yeah, if they could set ROH up as uh as kind of a de- developmental territory and kind of switch in between, that would be interesting. I think that, you know, rather than what they've been doing with Dark, that would be much more interesting and um and I man, I'm hoping now that they have all those years of uh of tapes, I'm hoping they put that to good use and and get a streaming service together. You know, uh, as it is, the, I know that um, AEW doesn't have as many pay per views as WWE, but that's was it fifty or sixty bucks? That's a lot to shell out. So if they could get some kind of package deal together with the um, with a streaming service, that would be awesome. That would be great. You know. Um, other things, uh, prayers going out to Scott Hall. Unfortunately, he fell and broke his hip, so, uh, that's gonna be a tough one. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, prayers are with him because one thing about, uh, doing like a hip surgery and, and, uh, recovery and all of the, um, rehabilitation that's going to be involved with that is I'm hoping they don't prescribe any, uh, any opioid opiates uh because we you don't want to see scott Hall fall back into some bad habits and if he's in pain he <clears throat> he very well could so uh yeah prayers going out to scott hall um another thing in the news uh kane velasquez arrested for attempted murder you know i'm not sure where that stands right now um man uh there's a really sad story because my understanding is that it was a relative of his that was possibly um, possibly sexually assaulted at this daycare center that they'd been going to. And, uh, man, I, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing. I mean, um, that's really, um, I guess it was a son of the owners, if I'm not mistaken, who, uh, the alleged son of the owners that, that, um, allegedly perpetrated some uh some of these acts and if it's true um like i i mean i think it was a missionary that from joint or from a wrestling soup that said the only thing he did wrong was miss you know um you know so hopefully there's a lot of leniency in in uh in his sentencing, because man, I hope he doesn't. Because, uh, like I said, I can't, I can't even fathom being in that situation. Prayers go out to him. Um, that's a tough one. There are a lot of people that would that would sympathize with him, and hopefully that the judge has leniency when when he's in court. Because uh, <clears throat> I, uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, this week we found out that Vince is inducting The Undertaker. That should be interesting. There was a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation going around that it was going to be, uh, Glenn Jacobs, Kane, inducting The Undertaker. Um, 
but it's turning out to actually be Vince. That that's wild. I can't remember the last time he inducted anyone. Um, I'd like Glenn to be part of it though. I think that would be really, really appropriate and really cool. Um, you know, I don't know if they're the WWE is distancing themselves from Glenn because of his recent comments. He had some a really um, poorly, poorly worded tweet that went out regarding um regarding the ukraine situation and uh man uh oof. i i agree with some of his he made some valid points but um very poorly written and very inappropriate and uh bad timing you know ampage had a uh response to his tweet and um uh, I think he mentioned like UNICEF for Ukraine, whatnot. Um, but, but yeah, very unfortunate there. He he's got uh, Glenn's got to choose his words more more carefully. I, he's an intelligent guy. He knows better than that, and he shouldn't have done that. You know, being being a mayor in Knoxville County, um, you've got to be a little more diplomat diplomatic than that, I should say. So, so yeah, uh, Jacobs stuck his foot in his mouth unfortunately which is which sucks because i really like that guy and uh some other big news uh aj was attacked by edge you know setting up a wrestlemania match so uh i'm looking forward to that i i, I would watch wrestlemania for that i i love aj he's one of if not my favorite wrestlers and uh and uh match between him and edge i think is gonna be great I wish they had done something a little bit more. Maybe they'll do something tonight. I don't know. Um, maybe tonight in Raw or whatnot, but because it feels kind of forced, you know, it just kind of came out left field for, for nowhere and, um, and not much of a storyline, but, uh, I'll have to tune in tonight and see if they do a little further explanation on that, why Edge did that, because he, he, I saw his last, last promo where he, um, it was the previous one, I apologize, uh, where he was in the middle of the ring and just, uh, they have the spotlight coming down that just emphasizes all the wrinkles wanting on his face and just made him look evil. And it was, it was really good, you know. Um, so AJ and, and Edge, I'm really looking forward to that. You know, I'm looking forward to, um, kind of, I look forward to Bianca Belair and, uh, and, um, Becky Lynch, I think that's gonna be a good match too. But uh, but uh, you know I'll have to I'll have to watch uh, WrestleMania this year. But it's weird because for years and years I never miss WrestleMania, and it's just been so exhausting lately with the two nights, and it's it's rough. I can't sit through two nights in that many hours. Um, but but uh, but I'm I've got a couple of things in there. Like I said, I'm, I'm interested. In. So I. Uh, I definitely want to see it, and I like to see AJ versus Edge. I'm I'm excited about that. You know, on to uh, the big pay per view this weekend: Revolution, AEW Revolution. You know, um, you know, um, you know what? I oh, actually, I take that back. I skipped over Rampage. We had some events happen in Rampage, which um, <laughs> you know, um. Let me, let's backtrack a little bit. Rampage, <clears throat> obviously, go home Rampage before the uh, the pay per view. You know, one of the things I don't understand: why wasn't the uh, the three way uh, for the 
the TNT title, the main event. That was just weird to me. You know, obviously Sammy retains. Um, and then uh, we have the surprise with uh, Eric Redbeard, uh, formerly known as Eric Rowan, uh, teaming up with Death Triangle for Revolution. I I'm a, I was excited for that. I enjoyed Eric. Uh, you know, he was, wasn't the best worker out of that group. You know, obviously, uh, Brody Lee was a much better wrestler, but it, it's fun to see him pop up every now and then. Um, I doubt they're going to sign him, to be honest with you. I think this is a one-time deal, but, uh, but yeah, we've got that going on, uh, for Revolution. Then, uh, Christian Cage advances to the, uh, advance to the face of Revolution ladder match, which, uh, which uh seems logical. I mean, he's been phenomenal in liar matches before, so uh so it makes sense that they would put him in there. You know, onward to Revolution, which was yesterday, was Sunday. Um I was surprised that the Death Triangle uh versus House of Black was a buy-in. That that shocked me. And to be honest with you, I think that was one of the better matches of the, matches of the night. I don't know if it's just because um, I like everyone involved in it, but uh, I really like what they're doing with that triangle and this dark uh, penta and, uh, and the whole thing with the House of Black. I love I love those guys. So I was kind of shocked that this was a buy, and this should have been part of the uh, part of the pay per view, you know. And, uh, and Redbeard ate the pin. Um, I. I don't expect him to stick around, like I said. So it makes sense that he would eat the pin because uh, that doesn't devalue anyone who's in the promotion. Then, so it kind of uh, kind of makes sense, you know. You know, and then we had uh, a Kingston beat Jericho, which is cool. I'm I'm happy with that. You know, I I should say I'm kind of jumping around here. I'm sorry, but um, you know, we had the other couple months matches with the uh, buy-in. Uh, and really didn't mean a whole lot to me, to tell you the truth. But uh, but then we on to the first match, which was uh, Eddie Kingston being Jericho, which I'm happy that Kingston beat Jericho because Jericho doesn't need to be winning those matches at this point in his career. So uh, so I'm happy that uh, that Kingston beat him, and it, it kind of sets him up for a big match kind of thing. And because um, that was the whole knock against him. Oh, you can't win the big ones, yada, yada, yada. Jericho was going off on him. You know, and and I like that. That puts him on a higher level. I like A.E. Kingston a lot. Man, is he one of the best promos in the in the business. You know, not the best in the ring, but you know what? He does everything else incredibly, extremely well. So, uh, you know, and then we had the, uh, the matchup with the... Uh, for the uh, tag team titles, you know, I'm grateful that Bucks didn't win. Yeah, I'm grateful that uh, that um, the uh, Jurassic Express retained their titles. I'm, I'd like to see them belts on them a little bit longer. Eventually, I'd like to see, uh, you know, uh, Santana Ortiz take the belts off them. But uh, but I, I'd rather see them. In the meantime, I, I'm I'm okay with that on Jurassic Express. And I'm so grateful that Bucks didn't win. You know, but this obviously sets up some further, you know, uh, confrontations down the line between Red Dragon and them. And, you know, and uh, Tony Khan made a a 
comment earlier about three-way titles. I think they're going to do like a three-way title with with Kenny Omega and Young Bucks beating like Adam Cole and, and Red Dragon. That that's just my own feeling, you know. But uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm just grateful Bucks didn't win. I'm tired of them. I'm I'm Young bucked out. I I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. You know, and Wardlow uh, won the face of Revolution. I am really happy about that, and he got a great pop. And they need to good booking, good booking. They need to keep his momentum going. He is going to be a massively over babyface. So really good booking. They're making him a star. Excellent. Well done. Very good. You know, um, and we'll get back to that in a little bit. You know, uh. I know I'm skipping over some matches, but there was some stuff, uh, you know, what did we have, uh, do, 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 I'm trying to think, trying to think here, um, did I go past the, uh, Thunder Rosa and, uh, Britt Baker match, or was that, that was, no, that was actually after the Punk match, I'm sorry, um, Next, I think we had the uh, CM Punk versus uh, MJF match. Well, uh, once again, great old school feud. Um, I'm happy that Punk won. You know, um, I'm happy that they resolved it. Be- uh, MJF got his wins. Punk gets his win. I'm okay with kind of even Steven booking with this. I don't think it detracts from anybody in this i think if anything it builds him up um because mjf went toe to toe with punk on the mic in the ring and came out looking great um it's funny because the majority of this match it seemed like punk was the one taking the real real hard uh you know real hard uh bumps and whatnot he looked like he was taking the bulk of it which was you would expect MJF to take more of that because he's younger, and but, but both guys took their lumps, and uh, you know Punk bled a lot, and uh, MJF bled too. So it was um, it was a pretty brutal match, which a dog collar match should be. It should be brutal. It should be really violent, and it was, and it was good. It was very good. Um, you know, that and the Death Triangle match are my, probably my two favorite matches of the night, you know. Um, the, speaking of ROH, um, previously, uh, Punk's old theme music, they, they had a great little twist, uh, great psychology. When, uh, when Cult of Personality played, MJF cut in with his theme music and came out. And then Punk came out with his old Ring of Honor theme music, his old Ring of Honor uh, attire. Man, that that was really good. Great psychology, great set for the match. Um, really enjoyed that. Great deal. And I, I it had been forever since I'd heard that. I didn't recognize that at first. I had to look it up, and I was like, "Oh, sweet." That was uh, that was a really nice nod to Ring of Honor. And I know after the pay per view. Um, they did a little press with uh, with Tony Khan, CM Punk, and and Punk got really choked up with the he he really respects and loves Ring of Honor, so uh, when he he had said that he's glad to see it 
in the right hands, and he's really happy, and that that's good to see. I like seeing Punk happy. I like seeing him in a good place because he he wasn't in a good place in WWE, and uh, and the guy's way too talented not to be wrestling, and not to be contributing, and it's it's really good to see him in a better place, um, which he seems to be. You know, um, and then we had that great Wardlow face turn. You know, during at the uh, end of the match when he walked out there, you know, MJF called for him. He came out, couldn't find the ring, quote unquote, went in every pocket except for the one it was in, purposely, obviously. You know, then Punk was able to capitalize on it. And oh, once MJF was down and Punk was facing Wardlow, he just happens to find the ring. Beautiful, beautiful facial expressions. Beautiful uh, little pantomime there with the rings and whatnot. Great face turn. Good job. Really good booking. That that's, you know, uh, that um, AEW doesn't always do things right, but they, everything involved with this has been right, and I think that's a a great. I should say it could be attributed greatly to uh, both CM Punk and MJF. Um, doing a great job and Wardlow's gonna be a huge face he's gonna be a huge face good payoff of the feud at the end CM Punk was doing his little Bruiser Brody uh tribute swinging the the chain around great great job great job um they've been doing that good job um really good vignette for uh Moxley versus Danielson they need to do more of this type of thing this is something that WWE can do very, very well. And uh, AEW has shown that they can do it very well, too. They need to do more of it. Because it progresses the storyline. It sets up the event. It gives a big main event feel. And they need to do a lot more of this. Um, brutal match. Brutal match. Um Good match, good match. But you wouldn't expect anything else on Moxley versus Danielson. Surprise at the end. William Regal. That was a nice surprise. I'm glad to see him. He's got a great mind for wrestling, great personality, very charismatic. I'm really happy to see that he had signed with AEW. Great job there, great job. I mean, he did great as the uh, general manager of NXT. Great on-air personality. Even when he was um, a general manager in, in WWE, he, he did great stuff. Really, really great wrestling mind, charismatic guy, smart guy. And I'm, I'm really happy to see him with AEW. I think he's going to prove the product a lot. It, it was good to see a tie-in with the past with Moxley and Danielson, him coming out. That Good job, good job. You know, like I said, really good job. You know, um... Next we had Cole versus Page, you know, um Um You know, unfortunately I didn't get to actually see this match, which really, really really pisses me off. But uh but Page retains, which is great. I'm happy they kept the belt on him. You know, I hope this doesn't hurt Adam Cole's momentum, but I wanted them to keep the belt on Page, which they did, you know, um I think the only match I didn't really cover, I know uh, Ty Conte um, 
got eaten by um by Jade Cargill, which uh um both of them are so green still. I I really um I really don't even want to uh, to judge that match. That's something that should have been almost put in as filler. I, that sounds awful saying that about a title match, but but it would have been a nice break because one of the things that bothered me about this was uh, the placement of some of the matches. I you didn't get a breather at all in between some of the real highs and lows, and it was a, it was a little too much sometimes. It was a little exhausting. You know, especially the uh, punk after the punk versus MJF match and whatnot. Um, that was uh, I could have used uh, a little comedy sketch in there in between or some something to kind of uh, break the mood and give some highs and lows to it. I know, I know, I know. Um, obviously we had the Thunder Rosa versus uh, Britt Baker match, and to be honest with you, that was a little bit of a letdown. I I had a hard time getting into that match, and it was a little. A little sloppy at times, I, and which really disappoints me because I I love both of them. I Thunder Rosa is really a great great wrestler and really cool. Um, and Britt Baker has been carrying the women's division for a while now, so that was a little bit of a letdown. I expect a lot more, but I think anything that. Anything other than their lights out match, their non sanctioned match would have been let down because that was such a great match. I think it was the bar was set so high that I I think anything else would have been a let down. So that's too bad though, because I really like both of the both of those women and um the Thunder Rosa especially. Uh, my wife and I used to watch her in NWA and became huge fans of her and um i would like to see her but get the belt someday once the Britt baker thing starts getting a little stale but but yeah the, i'd like to see I, I i don't know something's missing something's missing i can't put my finger on it there this whole uh thunder rosa Britt baker thing got a little bit stale and i like I said, I honestly don't know what, what went wrong because both of them are great competitors, so I don't know. I ho- I wish the best for them, and uh, and I'll continue to support both of them be fans, but that, that, that kind of fell short last night, and I hate to say that because, like I said, I really do really do uh, appreciate both, both of them. I'm really big fans of them. Um, but, yeah, that was... That was the uh, pay-per-view. Good pay-per-view. A little exhausting. I mean, um, what was it? I don't. I don't know what the official runtime was, but it. I'd swear it went on till. From. It started at seven central time here, so eight o'clock eastern time, and it must have gone to close to midnight. I, I think, or at least it felt that way. I don't know. I don't know what the official time was, but it definitely felt that way. It, it was pretty exhausting. You know, overall, good good pay-per-view. Not one of their absolute best, but it, it had some real good matches in there. Um, I honestly don't know what I'd give for rating. Maybe B, B-. minus, Because uh, uh, I think the placement of the matches could have been better. Oh, and the buy-in, you had Hook versus uh, QT Marshall, too, which... Um, it's kind of, uh, I'm glad they put down the buy-in, but they could have put probably placed that in between some of these other matches to kind of, uh, 
lighten the mood a little bit. You know, obviously continue to build up Hook. Um, you know, he's still very green. He's still got a long way to go, but the guy's obviously got something there because the fans love him. You know, and he's fun to watch. Like I said, he's got a good look. It's a different look. It looks almost like a welterweight boxer when you see him go out there, uh, especially in those trunks and whatnot. But he's uh, he's gained speed. People like him, so uh, so yeah, build him up. Why not? You know, he's gonna have to uh, go up against some real opponents eventually, and and uh, that'll be interesting what happens. Uh, hopefully, they can build him up and uh, not bring his character down too fast. You know, but. But yeah, that was that was Revolution, AEW Revolution. It was a good show, good show. Um, you know, now is the week in wrestling. I probably missed a few things because there's a whole lot happening right now. But uh, before I let everybody go, I'd like to once again, you know, send prayers out to the to the Ukrainian people. Uh, you know, please give to uh, the appropriate organizations. Please, you know, track down Red Cross. Um, there's a number of legitimate organizations out there that are helping to get food and supplies out to Ukrainian people, which they desperately need right now, you know, so, uh, please continue to do so and have them in your prayers. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to, uh, to then and now flea market, downtown Trenton, you know, um, check them out and, uh, Check them out, and uh, you can find some of my CDs there. You can find some handmade items from my wife. You can find some really great uh, products there. You, you can get new items, used items, handmade items, uh, a little bit of everything there because there's a variety of different vendors that all have booths set up. So then and now, downtown Trenton, Tennessee. And uh, while you're at it, check out Lucky Lady Candles. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy, and uh, they make some real great products. So uh, they're always introducing stuff. I know they have um, they have uh, a few different setups and flea markets. I can't remember uh, the um, flea market in Milan, which Milan, Tennessee, which is eluding me right now. Angel's Attic, I think it's called. Uh, I know they have a booth there, but you can find them right online. So. Uh, if you're not in Tennessee, you know, look them up on uh, on Facebook or on uh, on Etsy. And uh, shout out for us, you know, check us out on uh, on Facebook, on uh, on Patreon. We got a Patreon page now uh, for just a dollar a month. You can get ad free audio. So uh, check us out on Patreon. Dollar a month helps us out tremendously. Believe it or not, you get off people and keep the lights on. You know, so check us out on Patreon.com and check us out on CrushingKFabe.com. Crushing with a K and uh, Kfabe, spelled as Kfabe. CrushingKFabe.com. Check us out there. You can, through the website, you can check out our various uh, multimedia, you know, mu- ah, should say uh, very social media. I almost said multimedia. Wow, what an outdated term, term that is. But, um, Check us out on our various uh, social media sites, uh, YouTube, Facebook, so on and so forth, you know, but uh, but check us out there. And uh, thanks once again for listening. You know, um, God bless. 
and be safe out there, all right?